In the name of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Please be seated. Several years ago, I watched an independent film that was written and directed by Robert Duvall, who also starred in the film. It presented a compelling story of a father and his three sons torn apart by conflict, the admission of a husband's betrayal of his wife, and how this family responds to these realities. There are other characters in the movie whose lives intersect with this family of men to develop the larger context of the story. Now, I really, really enjoyed the movie, and not just because of the quality of the acting and the cinematography, but because it contained all of the elements of a truly good story. There were strong characters who each support and complete the story. There was intrigue and mystery and unexpected turns of events. One of the things that I like to see in a story is resolution. It doesn't have to have a happy ending for me, but I do like a story to come to a conclusion rather than ending in uncertainty as to the fate of the characters. Now, at the beginning of the service, we heard that portion of Mark's gospel that describes Jesus riding a colt to the waving of palms and shouts of Hosanna, hailing Jesus as the blessed one who had come in the name of the Lord. And just then, we heard the story of Jesus' passion, a story that follows only a few chapters after Jesus' triumphant entrance into Jerusalem. And this story comes with the characteristics of a good story. There's betrayal by both Judas and Peter. There, there's celebration at Jesus' arrival. There are certainly strong characters in the story. I mean, we have Jesus uh, as the persecuted one who remains steadfast in his obedience to God, even when facing torture and death. And there's Pilate, who it seems went against his own judgment in order to satisfy a bloodthirsty crowd. And don't forget that centurion, the centurion whose only line was short, but immensely powerful and important to the story. After Jesus' death, he said, truly, this man was God's son. And to be sure, this story is difficult for us to hear. You know, it makes our hearts ache to revisit such horrendous acts perpetrated upon our peaceful and loving Lord by our very own brothers and sisters of the human race. It's a very difficult story to hear. But we're compelled to stay with it to its conclusion. And not only because it's a good story. The story is compelling because it's our story. It's our story as Christians, and it's our story as children who share the same almighty and divine Father. You know, we know what it is to experience joy, just as Jesus must have experienced when riding on that colt among an exuberant crowd. But things happen. In our lives, it seems that we go through life with some feeling of security, and then, and then at any minute, life can turn 
and unexpected things come crashing down into our lives to bring us a new reality on how we're going to live. We know that at any minute we may be confronted with tragedy or betrayal or any manner of suffering. As I said, I like things to be resolved. In the case of Jesus' story, resolution came in the form of his resurrection, in his making eternal life possible for all who truly believe in him. For us, the resolution we hope for at the end of our earthly stories, stories filled with the ordeals of mortal life, will come in the form of our own resurrections as we leave this earthly life behind and are resurrected to a new life, a life that will be lived in the paradise of God's kingdom. And this new life that we hope for is one that shall continue through all eternity with the very one, with the very one whose own story of humor ordeal and resurrection has made the ultimate resolution possible to your story and to my story and to the story of the entire world. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.